0: Let's uh, spend a few minutes with USAO softball coach Jaden Wallace on the program today. Good morning, coach.
1: Good morning, George. How are you?
0: Having a great weekend and uh, just wanted to spend some time with you and baseball coach Tyle Hankins and just kind of get a recap of uh, this most recently completed season. Uh, Give you guys a couple of weeks to kind of unwind a little bit and process everything and uh, just uh, some time to reflect on, uh, at least for the softball team, it was uh, one of the best seasons in, in team history.
1: Yes, yes, super proud of this 2022 team. They, you know, I look back at, you know, seven, eight months ago and how we finished, and I couldn't be more proud. Of course, we want to win it all. That's the mentality, that's the mindset that we have at USAO and where the program has now become. But, you know, I'm just so proud of these kids. They showed fight, and that fight is what will carry us for years to come because every team, I truly believe, you know, you take one piece of each team and you grow upon it. And so it's exciting to take what they gave into this 2023
0: team. So you really put uh, USAO softball on the map, especially over the last five years, uh, taking it from just a just a regular run-of-the-mill program to one of the, the top teams in the country.
1: Yes, I am. You know, it goes back to the my student-athletes who – buy into the program buy into what we're trying to do and um yeah i can't be more proud i mean a bunch of oklahoma kids that you know wanted a chance and they ran with it you know and year after year it's the same story but different kids and so i'm really proud of that that's where tradition can can be made
0: right and it just uh, and if you if people think it was easy it wasn't and then no. just try, trying to continue that tradition is even harder
1: Yes. Um, you know, I, I always say, you know, because I've been recruiting and, you know, it's a grind. And if I expect my athletes to live the grind with me daily during the, the spring and the fall, I have to live it all year round. And um, so we've been out recruiting and, um, you know, just hitting the grind. I don't think I've had a day off since we got back from Georgia. But, you know, that's what I live for. That I want to make the city of chick and I want to make USAO proud.
0: And you have certainly done that. So uh, just recapping the season, 53-10 and 10, uh, was your overall record, uh, a share of the Sooner Athletic Conference regular season title, a runner-up yes. in the conference tournament, and you finished third in the NAIA College World Series.
1: Yes, yes. I'm super proud of this, that senior class. Um, Emily Cerny, Savannah Ashford, Fallon Howe, um, Amanda Marino, Sonny Mealy, Darcy Chester, you know, those kids can honestly say that they ended their career as one of the top teams in the entire country. And it was because of their leadership that we got as far as we did. And they should have nothing but pride when they walk around and they should just be able to hold their heads high and say we gave
0: it all we got. So many memorable moments of the, of the uh, College World Series in Georgia, especially uh, the second to the last day. You guys played back-to-back 10-inning games. Uh, for a chance to uh, get to the the championship.
1: Yes, yes, we did. You know, and that goes along with the fight that I was talking about. You know, it's a grind playing 20 innings with pressure high. You know, you're playing season-ending games. And they just stayed the course. And one thing that we had worked on and talked about all year, because it's something we've struggled with back in February, is finishing games. And um, I don't think if we – I don't think that those two ten-inning games would have happened if we wouldn't have, you know, been through the trials and the, you know, the, the fails earlier on in the season to get through that because that's a hard thing to do. You know, because emotions are high, you know, the tension is there that we kept, we kept each other calm, you know, and we, we stayed the course. And, and that's where the success lies. There's always life lessons um, during the season that come into play in postseason, and so, it did once again.
0: So that kind of brings up uh, an interesting point. So last year in the NCAA uh, women's college world series, you know there were some late night games, and uh, Coach Gasso at OU wanted some changes, and she got that done. And yes, uh, so do you think that might be coming to maybe NAIA, where you wouldn't have to play? <laughs> Back-to-back tening games in the same day. I mean that that's a physical yes, that's mean, a physical that's, grind on on your players.
1: Yeah, it is. It is especially you know softball is built for a two to three pitcher stack. You know, and so I mean even two pitchers trying to get through twenty innings within a span of five hours is tough. It's real tough. And so I have um, I have voiced my opinion. Um, I think the, the the games on that Tuesday before the championship should be played earlier in the day because we didn't start till later in the day, and then we had about an hour-and-a-half, two-hour rain delay. And so when your kids are just sitting and sitting and sitting, and then when we got done playing, there was nowhere open in Columbus to feed my kids. And so that, that becomes an issue, you know, when we don't get back, we don't get done off the field till 1230 at night, you know, and then there was no preparation, and those kids hadn't eaten in, in hours. And so there has there. I have voiced my opinion, and I do think that there needs to be some kind of change in that because it does go back to the women's college world series from last year. Um, NCAA, there was an issue. They fixed it, and it was a lot smoother. And so I'm hoping going forward that the NAI recognizes that as well.
0: Let's let's take let's uh, honor your seniors. And of course, there's been so much said about uh, Emily Cerny, her fantastic career, and. I guess one of the most decorated NAIA athletes of all time.
1: Yes, yes, Emily Cerny. Wow, I mean the the loyalty that she showed, not only myself but the program of USAO Softball, is just one that will never be matched. Um, she 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 had the chance to go D one and chose to stay. You know, because this was her home, and this is where she wanted to make her mark, and that's exactly what she did, George. She made her mark on USAO forever. She made her mark on the NAI forever, and I couldn't be more proud of that.
0: Right. Uh, Most career victories, most innings pitched, most strikeouts, most appearances. It just goes on and on and on. And, of course, uh, uh, first-team All-American and also the National Fast-Pitch Coaches Association first-teamer this year.
1: Yes, and NAI Pitcher of the Year.
0: Yes, that got to put that in that's right.
1: (laughs) Yes, and NFCA Pitcher of the Year. She nabbed nabbed all of them. Um, Yes, I mean, her career, like I said, we are going to retire her jersey. So no one will ever wear number one again uh, besides Emily Cerny. So that's an exciting thing and well-deserved as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she she will be inducted into the NAI Hall of Fame um, in a few years. And which is and the, another thing, well-deserved, you know. And the cool part is, is she, you know, she is helping at the high school. So she's giving back as well. Yeah, you know, uh, she's she assist- had all of this, she's yeah. had all of this success. And she's staying on with USAO softball. And then she's also um, going to assist at the Chickasha High School. So giving back. And that's what I've always preached to my kids. Like, this sport has been so good to you. Now it's your turn to give back to the sport.
0: All right, uh, Darcy, uh, and, of course, Emily led you to your uh, your first uh, national championship back in uh, 2018. But there was another senior uh, this year that was on that team, too. That uh,
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, Darcy Chester. Darcy Chester has been with me for five years. Her and Emily came in together. And Darcy um, has done a fantastic job, a fantastic job of leadership. You know, she's solid at the plate. Um, you know, behind the plate, all of it. And, you know, Darcy's just one that she she found what her role was and she went with it. And, you know, we're going to miss her dearly. But she is another one that is also going to stay on with hopes of being a coach one day as well.
0: All right, and your other seniors?
1: Yes, yes, Amanda Marino. Um, first team all-conference. Um, just a kid that came in. She was a transfer from Suatu, a kid that came in completely changed her mindset, completely changed her body type, and was a fantastic player for us and a great leader. And actually, she is going to move on, and she's going to go be an assistant as well at the college level.
0: Awesome. Good for her. Yes.
1: Yes. And then um, Sunny Neely. Sunny Neely is actually working at, um, at PT Central in chick mm-hmm. and she's getting her master's. And um, so she's still living in Chick-Shea, and she'll still be around – but I'm um, super, super proud of Sonny Um They've all graduated. And uh, Fallon Howell, who did not play this year, but she has always been, you know, one of our pitchers. And uh, due to injury, she was still around. But uh, she actually got accepted into her master's program at OU. So she will move on. And um, Savannah Ashford. Uh, All-American, um, her junior year, um, was a fantastic leader for us, one of the best first basemen in history of USAO. And she is actually, as well, going to uh, get her degree in uh, occupational therapy.
0: Coach, <laughs> as, you, uh, as you've been on your rec- the recruiting trail a little bit, uh, uh, you're still recruiting local players but uh, getting some regional players. But you got, you got a couple of uh, uh, players from uh, Chickasha High School, I guess, coming in. Yes,
1: I do. I've got Allison Arthur and Leanne Eaton coming in from Chick Shea and Allison Couch as well. And so I've got three kids that I've watched grow up, you know, in my time in Chick Shea. And, um, you know, I think that there's just something to be said for, you know, those athletes who know what the program is about, who has seen the program grow from from where it was to where it is now. And I'm so excited for them to be part of that. And I think they're going to absolutely 100% help us on and off the field.
0: And you've got uh, some younger players that were uh, instrumental this year. Uh, Mackenzie Ruth, uh, sophomore. And uh, freshman pitcher Sophie Williams out of Vernon, Texas. uh, uh, NAIA All-Americans too this year.
1: Yes, yes. Both of those players are key players. They stepped up big time this year for us and I am super excited to see what they do in the future. Um, You know, Sophie's been working already, um, and then McKenzie hasn't stopped. You know, those two kids, they found who they were this year, and I'm excited. I think that we're going to see big things as time goes on from both of them.
0: Anybody else uh, you could talk about coming in? Yes,
1: um, I've got Jacqueline Gray back, which is also a chick native. Yes, she is. Um, Yes, she's coming back. She's got one more year. Super excited for her. She was stellar behind the plate for us, you know, coming in and um, you know not knowing Cerny, not knowing Sophie, and she just owned that slot. And she she's the kind of catcher that makes them better. Um, she doesn't sugarcoat anything. If their spin's wrong, she tells them, you know. And that that's what it takes to be a great pitcher is you've got to have a great catcher behind the plate. Um, so super excited for Jack to come back. Sierra Selfridge is back as well. Um, Sierra. Went, she actually made the all-tournament team while we were in the World Series. Um, she Her stick lit on fire at the World Series. It was like every time she went up to the plate, Sierra was getting a hit. And so um, she's back. Um, she played second base, but she's a utility, so I, she she could be anywhere. Um, also, Shia LaCoste will be back as well, our center fielder. Um, Steve Kid, you know, very, very helpful on the base path for us. And um, and then lots of others as well, and uh, lots of new faces are coming to USAO. Uh, Jaden Goucher from Binger, um, Tegan Graham from Binger, uh, Malia McCurtney from Lone Grove. We've got Cameron James from Cushing. Uh, just the list goes on of, of great names that are coming into the program.
0: Coach, you got to talk about your relationship with Coach Gasso. Of course, you went to OU and played under Coach Gasso, and I'm sure you've reached out to her about uh, uh, her second uh, consecutive world championship and sixth overall at OU.
1: Yes, yes, super proud of Coach Gasso. You know, I see the work that she puts in, and, you know, the, so well-deserved, so well-deserved. So well she's a great coach, and most importantly, she's a great woman. Um, she's a woman of God, and, you know, she just she knows how to get her team fired up, and she knows how to give them a reason to of what the higher power we're playing for. And I'm super proud of her. I She's going to continue the success, and, you know, she's my mentor, and, um, you know, that's who I strive to be. And so we're just going to keep – keep in the course in chick as well.
0: How often do you talk to her?
1: Um, at least a couple times a year, you know, right before season usually, once in the fall and then right after both of our seasons. You know, either she'll send me a text or I'll send her a text. So it's, it's good to have that relationship still.
0: Coach Jaden Wallace with the USAO softball team joining us on our program today. Let's spend a few minutes now with USAO baseball coach Tyle Hankins and get a recap of uh, his season. So, uh, Coach, uh, your first campaign as a head skipper for the Drovers and uh, a fairly successful one.
2: Uh, yes, sir. It was a the learning experience for me. Um, I had a really good group of guys that, that you know helped me get through it and I uh, learned a lot and for the most part, we uh, we accomplished some goals that it wasn't the, the end goal that we wanted, but uh, you know we, we learned and we got better, and uh, hopefully it keeps going up from there.
0: So there wasn't much of a transition really with you being an assistant coach under Mike Ross for a couple of years, uh, and then uh, after he takes over the athletic director job, uh, uh, you step into the head coaching role. And so uh, just uh, had had a good had a good teacher.
2: Yeah, I can't I can't say enough uh, good words about about Coach Ross. He uh, he's been there for me throughout it all, and uh, you know I've learned so much from him. Uh, you know, just just extremely grateful for the opportunity he gave me and for everything he's taught me. Um, you know, he's always there if I need some help with something or questions, and uh, couldn't have asked for a better better guy to, to get information from.
0: So a uh, thirty six at fifteen season, so uh, twenty games over five hundred, and uh, that's a, that's a great year.
2: Yeah, you know, um, our our ultimate goal is to you know compete for a conference championship, and we gave ourselves that opportunity. Um, you know, we fell short, but uh, you know, just the opportunity to be there was, was was what our goal was to start the year, and then uh, you know give ourselves the opportunity to go play in the opening round, which we did that as well. Um, so that that's all kudos to the guys. You know, they competed every day, and, just, and we found ourselves there at the end with the opportunity. And as a baseball player and as a coach, that's all you can really ask for. You know.
0: Yeah, finishing second place in the Sooner Athletic Conference uh, behind Oklahoma City University. They had the NAIA player of the year for baseball.
2: Yeah, he, cross factor, he uh he had himself a great year, you know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad to see that guy go. <laughs> that way we don't have to face him <laughs> anymore, you know. Uh it was one of those deals where it seemed like every big situation I I looked up when we played him and he was standing at the plate. So uh he had, a, he had himself a really great year. he's a good player and uh wishing nothing but the best
0: you had a great bunch of seniors uh lead you uh, coach and uh, what's what's also great about that is you have some had some local players that uh, have really uh, put up some uh, had great careers uh, for the drovers
2: oh yeah I can't I can't speak enough about the seniors um you know like I said with this being my first year they uh they were awesome for me um you know, just a great group of guys. And, and, you know, I can I can sit here and talk about, about each and every one of them all day. Um, you know, just extremely blessed to have all of those. You know, you go from Brock to Jake to Shumway to Colton Bench, and then you got Luis Palayo, um, Brett Laura, you know, Joey Pena. Just everywhere you look up, you're just surrounded by, by great guys that, uh, you know, ultimate competitors, and I'm just extremely thankful for each and every one of them
0: yeah you know uh Brock Henderson and uh, Brandon Shumway and Jake uh, Womack all out of Chickasha High School and uh found their way uh one way or another to uh to USAO and I know you, you had Shumway all five of his years
2: yeah yeah so uh my first year on the job was 2019 and uh you know he, he was already there for one year but uh i extremely proud of the the progress he made. You know, he uh, he stuck with it the whole time and, and won himself a gold glove this year. Um, you know, had some huge hits for us down the stretch. I remember he had a couple walk-offs uh, during the middle of the season, and, uh, you know, it was just, just awesome. I was so pumped for him.
0: Right, and of course, uh, Brock Henderson, uh, finishing up his career, he came in from OU uh, after a season with the Sooners, and uh, again, a great year uh, for, for him. And he got some yeah. postseason awards, too.
2: Yeah, you know, when uh, me and Brock sat down and talked about his goals at the beginning of the year, he said he wanted to be, uh, he wanted to win a gold glove, and uh, he, he, you know, we, he put every ounce of work into it, and, uh, you know, at the end of the thing, he found himself with a gold glove and first team all-conference shortstop. Uh, you know, just extremely proud of him as well. That's going to be hard to replace. Uh, I don't know if you can replace that, but, uh, you know, just, it was well-deserved, so.
0: Yeah, and that's a uh, that's the most active position on the baseball field to get a Gold Glove at shortstop. That's uh, that speaks a lot.
2: Oh yeah, you know, and uh, like, like I said, you know, that was his his goal. He set set out to it, and he accomplished it. Um, you know, he he was a leader for us on and off the field. Uh, you know, he was kind of our our spark plug when we needed it, and uh, just like I said, man, I can't speak highly enough about him.
0: Yeah. Now, was Jake a senior? Or has he got one more year? Nope, Jake was a senior as well. Okay, um, you know Jake. Jake. Jake
2: was was huge for us down the stretch as well. He got hot toward the uh, the end of the season and kind of carried us through the playoffs. So um, you know he had himself a, a pretty good year and uh, seemed like he got a big hit when we needed it.
0: All right, so let's talk about uh, your pitcher Drew Shaver, who was uh, one of your aces this year. And uh, uh, you know what a great career for that young man.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I'm extremely proud of, of Drew and the progress he's made. Um, you know, when when Coach Ross recruited him, he kind of uh, was open to changing his ways and a little bit and uh, buying into the system. And here we are, you know, looking at him being our number one. And uh, we have him back next year, which is extremely exciting as well.
0: And he's playing for you, uh and Savannah, which we'll get to here in just a little bit, but uh, that's a good, yeah. that's another great story. So, and then you mentioned uh, Luis Palio, uh, I think earlier. What a what a great great young man!
2: Oh, uh, Luis is, is a special special kid, man. He, he's just a great human being through and through, and probably one of the best baseball players I've ever been around. Um, you know, every each and every one of these seniors is going to be hard to replace. And uh, when you look at it, you're losing you're losing a, a guy who just was. He was Mr. Everything. You know, he'd do whatever we needed needed him to do and uh, always got a big hit when we needed it. And just, I'm, I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss him uh, a lot. He was a, he was a good
0: one. Right. And uh, we mentioned, I think, Joey Pena. He was also uh, uh, earned uh, some post-conference, uh, postseason honors.
2: Yeah, Joey was our starting catcher. Um, he was first in all conference. Uh, you know, just handled it all year. Uh he, Catching's not easy, and, uh, you know, it takes a lot out of you, but he was, he was a backstop every day and uh, did a great job for us. You know, another one that's going to be hard to replace, but uh, he had himself a good year uh, offensively and defensively, and that's kind of what we needed to get where we, we were at the end.
0: So, uh, obviously, it's off season now for, for, for college baseball. So what do you do between now and uh, when the school starts this fall and then you finally get the guys back uh, back to practice?
2: Oh, yeah. So uh, if there really is an off season, I don't know it. But, uh, you know, right now we're just uh, finishing up recruiting, I'm getting a couple guys on campus here late, and then uh, making sure that we get them enrolled and get, get housing and everything set up for them, uh, find the ones that need to go play summer ball a place to go play, and then, uh, you know, start working on practice plans for the fall, getting everything ordered, and just, you know, getting right, getting right back after it when they get on campus. Can't wait.
0: Talk about some of your new recruits.
2: Okay, so we got a uh, – it's kind of a weird year for us recruiting-wise. We've got, you know, we've got pieces that are coming in. We've got uh, a couple of arms out of uh, New York that went to uh, the same junior college as one of our returners, Monroe Junior College. We've signed an infielder from California. And then, um, you know, got a couple of local guys. We got Ryan Duncan from Tuttle. He played at NOC Tonkawa. And then a couple Tulsa kids, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of pieces coming in and, and hope that we can continue, uh, continue to move forward and get better each and every day.
0: So you still have some recruiting to wrap up, do you think? Or of course you. Uh,
2: recruiting never stops. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, True. We've, we're, we're a couple pieces away right now, but we've, we've got some good offers out and just kind of waiting on to see if guys are going to pull the trigger or not. Um, you know, and if, if they do awesome, we're done. And if, if not, then we got a little work to do,
0: right? And like you say, uh, you're looking into the, to 2024 and beyond as well. So it's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, it never stops, but uh, it's part of the job, and I love it. Yeah,
0: so. there's there's great young talent out there. At the, you know, you get down to junior high sometimes, and you college coaches are looking at uh, looking at talent <laughs> that that low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, one guy we didn't uh, really uh, talk a bunch, but I want you to talk about Brett Laura, uh, Elgin guy who uh, did some great work for you late in the season.
2: Yeah, Brett was really the uh, the anchor of our bullpen, um, you know, all year. Um, he had himself a really good year, extremely proud of him. He's actually playing summer ball right now and uh, putting up big-time numbers up, up in North Dakota and uh, hoping he gets a chance at some indie ball. But, uh, you know, through and through, he was our guy out of the bullpen all year and uh, – it was extremely proud of him because he competed each and every. One. gave us a chance to win at the end. So,
0: let's get your take on the Oklahoma Sooners coach. They're going to play for the uh, College World Series championship. How about that?
2: They are. They're they're playing hot right now. Everything everything's working for them, and it's it's exciting. You know, um, people did kind of counted them out halfway through the year, and uh, that, that's a great thing about baseball. Is you just never know. Um, like I said, they're they're playing really well right now. I was talking to some of our guys down here the other day. They were asking me who I thought had the best chance to win. And when you're hot, you're hot. I said, oh, OU's got a chance to win. You know, I kind of look at them like that Fresno State team. And, it, and I think it was 2008 that just got hot at the right time and, and they ended up winning the thing. So it's exciting for them. That's, that's big time. And, and, you know, I think they've got a really good chance to go get it done.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the big dogs are out. You know, uh, OU beat uh, Texas A&M twice. And yeah, of course, you know, Tennessee, the number one ranked team, never even made it to the to the College World Series. So, that's,
2: yeah, it's just it's, that's the great thing about baseball is you never know. You got to go play every out and see what happens at the end.
0: All right, so, so we're we're putting our our uh, efforts behind the Sooners this weekend. Uh, so hope they can uh, equal the softball team's uh, championship run this year. That'd be great
2: yeah there you go Yeah, two national champions in the state that's big time
0: that'd be awesome all right let's talk about uh, your summer a little bit so you're uh, uh you're coaching the savannah bananas right
2: yeah i'm an assistant out here in savannah georgia for the uh savannah bananas um you know kind of thought when i take the took the head job that i'd be done with summer ball um i was up in cape cod last summer but Obviously, I missed it too much, and I got the opportunity to come back out to Savannah. You know, um, it's it's a great opportunity for me to learn and continue to grow as a head coach, and uh, you know, it also helps with recruiting as well. So um, I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of work, but uh, it's a lot like minor league baseball. You know, we, we play in North Carolina tomorrow night, and then get back on the bus and head straight home and get ready for a home game the next day. Uh, you know, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. Um, just you know, keep trying to learn each and every day and get better and see what I
0: can bring back to Chickasha with me. So. And uh, how long's the season? So
2: the season is two months. Um, we'll wrap up the first week of playoffs, I think August 1st, August, the first week of August at least. And we clinched the first half last night. So uh, we'll get home field advantage throughout the playoffs and, uh, you know. It's, it's going to be exciting. It's, it's a lot of fun. This is my second year down here. Um, I was down here during 2020, and then, like I said, was up in Cape Cod last summer and missed it and decided to come back to Savannah for this summer.
0: And we mentioned Drew is playing uh, playing with you and for you, and talk about how this yes. is helping his development.
2: So, so Drew will get down here um, for the second half of the season. I think he'll fly in down here July 3rd. And, uh, you know, it's good for him because he'll get work out of, a, you know, either a starting role or a bullpen role and just, you know, continue to get better. Uh, basically, just he took some time off because he threw so many innings this year, but he'll get get right back up on the mound and hopefully be ready to go right when we get into school ball. And, uh, you know, the, the great thing about that, too, is he gets seen by a whole other set of eyes down here, um, all the different scouts down here in this, this region who may not know of him. Uh, we'll, we'll get to see him, so that's probably that's that's an awesome thing for him, and, and just the fact that he gets to play down here with this group of guys. Um, got a really good group of guys down here, and uh, hopefully we can we can keep keep doing what we're doing.
0: Yeah, and just talk about uh, what a pitcher needs to do to get better at, at this level.
2: Uh, there's a lot that goes into it, you know, um, basically getting in the weight room. Uh, that, that's that's been big. Huge for Drew. Uh, you know, when we look at it, we told him that was one thing that he needed to do, and uh, he got in there and gets after it. You know, obviously getting on a throwing program, uh, taking care of your body in the offseason because, uh, you know, you throw a lot of innings during school. Sometimes your body needs a break, and uh, we gave him a, gave him a break. So now he's ready to go and he's ready to get back up on the mound. Um, A lot of it just comes down to to, the mound time. Um, You know, we can throw all the bullpens we want in the world, but uh, it doesn't compare to getting on the mound and getting after it. So uh, just basically getting on the mound is one of the huge,
0: huge pieces. Coach, thanks for your time. Have a great season there in Georgia. And good luck in the playoffs. And uh, uh, we'll be in touch uh, when uh, practice starts this fall. Thanks so much.
2: Sounds good. Thank you, and thank you to everyone who supported us all year. Um, It's greatly appreciated, and hopefully we can uh, get right back after it
0: this upcoming year. USAO baseball coach Tyle Hankins joining us on the program today.